Real Estate Radio, Byron Lazine, the one team at William Ravis Real Estate, along with Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans PK. We are in NFL playoff weekend, man. So it's it's a great weekend. What's going on, brother? Well, see, as a historical Giants fan, this time of year, we don't don't watch football anymore this time of year. Like I've been done watching football historically for a couple of years now. So it's, uh, although I'm excited, man, we got, so Gettleman retired judge is out the door. We're going to, we're going to try again. This has been like an emotional roller coaster. We have had three head coaches in six years. None of them have made it more than two seasons and none of them have a winning record. So low bar, low bar for sure. Yeah. Giants are done, but it's a good weekend for a lot of people and uh, happy to be doing another show with you, brother. What, what do you got? What's on your mind this week? I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So I have been thinking about the craziness that is the evil I word. You and I have talked about this in the past inflation, right? Cause we just announced the new numbers again, 7% inflation, the highest number since 82. And it's scary, man. People are starting to get, just like the bubble, right? We were talking about the you know the real estate market's going to crash, inflation's going to keep going, interest rates are going to go through the roof. I think it's I think it's a debunk myth show again. I feel like I'm just tired of of people responding to these crazy headlines and getting nervous. Inflation is on everybody's mind. It's scary right now. I get it. Look at history. Look at what the Fed is doing. I think it's time to take it a bit easy, just like the housing bubble crash. You know that we talked about with you know your industry a couple of weeks ago. I just don't think it's real. I don't think it's real. I, I appreciate things are more expensive and people are concerned than they should be. But we're talking like three or four months. You don't think inflation years. is real? I think inflation is real. I don't think that the okay. fear of it's going to be like this for the next 10 years. And this is, and no one's going to be able to afford anything, which you're starting to hear more grumblings about. It's, you know, I think the fed made a mistake when they called it transitory in October, you know, implying that it was going to be pretty quickly fat passing. It's going to be around for a bit, but it's not, we're not talking four or five years, we're talking like six or eight months. Maybe so people, get, people get caught up in these times. I think is what you're saying that, they just think the current situation is going to last forever and they forever. can't see any other way of, of changing where we are today to a more stable situation. Always looking backwards, never looking forwards, never looking for the positive. People worried about interest rates rising too much and mortgages are going to get out of control and the housing market's going to burst and that, which is a real thing. And all those headlines, man, I get it. Headlines are how people get, you know, that's how you click, right? That's the clickbait. Well, here's the wall- attention. Wall Street Journal headline, U.S. inflation hit 7% in December, fastest pace since 1982. Consumer price rise exceeded 6% year over year for a third straight month. U.S. inflation hit its fastest pace in nearly four decades last year as pandemic-related supply and demand imbalances along with the stimulus intended to shore up the economy, push prices up 7% annual rate. You look at that chart, and yeah, we're right back to... 1982 and it does look a little dramatic when when you look at that spark uh that huge spike rather up yeah and i don't mean by any means shape or form to discredit the fact that in the short term this looks very scary because it does it absolutely does but when you see and again you see headlines like fastest since 82 got it you look at the mechanisms that are in place now, what the Federal Reserve is doing, what they've already announced they're going to do, you know, between interest rate hikes and, and focusing on uh, what the unemployment ratios are going to look like and making sure that they're there to solidify the 
the economy for you and for me. Right. We have uh, unemployment below four percent for yeah, again, which is nice, right? Because we had that huge spike, obviously, early pandemic that was you know just historically uh, completely out of whack. But we're down now a little bit, down to under four percent. Yeah, the the Fed has shifted and said that they're going to start to focus really heavily on helping control inflation. It hurts. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I, I want people to actually read beyond that headline and and take a breath and look at it. To your point, not just in this short historical window, but look at it kind of what's their, what's going to be there, the impact to them long term, and what's it really doing right now, right? And you know, markets had a small correction over the the past week and a half. Uh, that was also starting to get people nervous. Uh, Josh Brown, who's somebody who's much smarter than I am, is a, a CNBC commentator and a CEO of his own, of his own fairly high, well-to-do wealth management firm, had a great point. If you think about it, it makes perfect sense. The only people who need to worry about the market correcting right now and, and going down are people who are retired. If it's you and me who are still investing, you want the market to go down. You want it to pull back so you can afford some of the stuff right now and, and hold it long-term and own it. You don't want a 20% correction and watch your portfolio go down, but you want to have enough firepower and dry powder on the sideline when that when things come back down again and you can actually afford to buy this stuff that you do it and having some of these i think corrections and some of the headlines again it's just i had a, i had a weird week where i started getting phone calls from people who i haven't talked to in a very long time some of who aren't even clients who i think were just calling to fight me and i just kind of want to get it out in the universe that like hey let's take a breath it's okay the fundamentals are very strong inflation is a little out of whack but we're working on that that's it, man. If you're the if you're the regular employee, though, Pat, you know what's the average salary in America right now? Maybe fifty, sixty grand. Maybe that's high. I don't know. I'm just throwing. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think no we're idea. New Englanding. Yeah, I think we're New Englanding prices on that one. I'm not actually totally sure. Uh, let's find out. You know, unless you're getting a raise of seven percent, though, and and you fifty, I know about fifty percent of people live paycheck to paycheck. So yeah. Unless you're getting like a seven percent raise each month, and if you're someone who lives paycheck to paycheck, which I don't recommend, obviously, yeah, living living paycheck to paycheck. But let's face it, many people do. You're gonna feel this pain right now that we're in a lot more than somebody who's been investing and saving and, and makes more money. There's a USA Today article uh, a couple days ago with a tight labor market and the continuation of the great resignation, which we've talked about a whole bunch. Sure. U.S. employers are planning to dole out bigger salary boosts in 2022. So because of the competitive job market, they're increasing salaries to, to basically retain people. This is according to a survey released by Willis Towers Watson, a global professional services firm. The survey conducted between October and November of 21 looked at 1,004 U.S. companies and found that nearly one in three respondents, 32%, had bumped up originally original salary increase projections from June. But Pat, these numbers, companies were originally planning to give employees a 3% salary boost on average, but they now have increased it to 3.4%. But 3.4% is not 7%, which is where inflation has gone. True. In December. You're still losing, what, 3.5% on your money? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're on your buying power, right? That's always the part if that's you, interesting. If you were one of the 32% of people that got this That actually got raise, the raise. Right? Yeah. Maybe, you know, somebody's listening to this right now and they're like, oh, I haven't gotten a raise in three years. Yeah, and, and I'm not, you know, and I'm not the guy who's combating that there is no inflation. You know, what I'm what I'm concerned about is the 
stark reaction to the to headlines. To, well, to headlines. Like, you know, like, like the average person, right? I mean, the average person panicking over a headline because they don't read the rest of it and they don't keep in mind that it's literally like we're talking about 60 days at this point. Everything's up. Price of your home. Mortgage rates. Mortgage rates are going up. If you got a gasoline car, you've been feeling that. All right, we'll keep talking about this and more. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Joe the Gutter Guy says the sun is shining. Everything costs more right now. Inflation is up 7%, according to Wall Street Journal. There are other people that think it's worth more. Pat says, don't worry about it. It's not going to last forever. Nothing does. But what is always going to be free, Pat, is this show and your ability to go get the podcast, CT Real Estate Radio. You can download that wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Go download that right now, CT Real Estate Radio. Starting next week, we're going to have exclusive content that you can only hear on the podcast, CT Real Estate Radio. So make sure you go download that. You're going to have exclusive opportunities to win some Martin's money, which of course we'll give away a little bit here on this show. But you've got to download the podcast, CT Real Estate Radio, to get some of these super secret giveaways so go make sure you do that now. If you don't know where to find it, you can DM me on Instagram. Just DM me the word radio and I'll send you the link on how to find the podcast. All right. You just all, all platforms, all times, all platforms at all times. I like it. I like it. So Pat, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying that I don't, I don't think inflation is going to last forever either. But it is very, you know, even for me, I'm not, I'm not living paycheck to paycheck, but I'm frustrated with the fact that, uh, you know, my wife needed a new car. Her lease was up last year in October and we're still waiting. We got her a Tesla. We're still waiting for that Tesla. It's going to be delivered next week. Finally, this has been since October that we've been waiting for this car. So there's like, and I have <clears throat> the, basically the same model that she's gotten. She had a couple different upgrades, right? And mine was 33% less money brand new than hers because when he ended that, I think mine is a 2021, when he ended that model, Elon, and made the new one, he just jacked up the prices, yeah, I mean a new a new S non plaid I think starts at one oh one right now. Yeah, no, I didn't get the S, just to be clear. You got the, the plaid, you got the, I think the, the S plaid is Yeah. I think the S plaid is like one twenty five, I think is what it starts at. No, I think it's one forty. Just looking at it, it was like two or three weeks ago, but are you thinking about buying the S plaid? Well, I keep thinking it's a really good idea that I have a Tesla and then I realize that I drive like twenty seven miles a week, so like why the hell do I need a car? Like why do I ha- like it's it's the stupidest thing on the planet. Like I really want to have like 
it's completely unnecessary. I, I am. It's, it's a great car. Oh, it's not, spectacular, and I don't need any help. Thanks, Byron. I'm not that not I know anything about cars, but yeah, it's no. It's, I, I've looked more. It's one of those things where, like, hey, you know, this would be kind of a fun thing to have. But the the, I I, I think taxis. To be fair, I think twenty seven miles a week is probably actually pushing it. I don't drive anywhere. Jenna has to drive because she gets motion sickness. We have a brand, She has a brand new car. What am I doing with another brand new car that's not going to go anywhere? So what do you anywhere. do when you do go into the office? You just take her car, it's or, or two, it's two point one miles. Two so miles. You could walk, but you're not walking. No, I mean Maybe I drive. Yeah, no, I've uh, got the electric skateboard. That's a that's a fun one. That's a good way to get over there. <laughs> the thing is phenomenal. Twenty six miles an hour on my little electric skateboard to zip over to the office. It's a good time. Casey Neistat, new new London original. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a little less sketchy. A little lot, lot less than Manhattan traffic over here. Not quite as as insane as him bombing on you know Broadway. Uh, fun fact: the company that he was the huge fan of Boosted Board was was the brand that he always loved. Right? He was a huge endorser early on. Uh, one of the first like big electric longboard companies went out of business. Went out of business, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, they did. So is that what you uh, have a Boosted Board? It is not. I couldn't get one. They uh, they only they were only selling parts. They don't sell uh, sell new ones anymore. And the idea of buying anything. Uh, used electric you know especially on the world of skateboard doesn't really strike me as a as a good time so i, I skip past that one yeah i'm not doing any any skateboarding here so uh ubering you ubering pat uh, i do occasionally um i do occasionally i did not mean to send you what i just sent you by the way you can you can ignore that that was the good entirely- was a, uh, the usual oh yeah for current paywall uh, uh yeah that was the yeah that was the wrong thing uh yeah no so like i mean I don't know. Has your Uber app continued to uh, reinforce every four minutes something new about some new mandate they're doing? Because that's kind of fun. Every time I open it for something, I get a new thing that I have to check and agree to. Like you um, must have a mask on when you get in the in the Uber. Yeah, which like that one I'm, I'm used to it. That, that one's been around for a bit, but like now it's like yeah. uh, there's like a whole like I have to acknowledge the way that they're treating their like. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I've been doing the last couple of weeks. I was like, this is all kind of new. I don't really understand. I haven't been on Uber in probably over a month and a half. I will say that when I I did like three or four different Dallas, I think I did four Dallas trips in 2021 for uh, work-related stuff. Hmm. And every time, you know, I'd be Ubering around, but like none of the Uber drivers were wearing a mask. So you click the thing saying, yeah, I'm wearing a mask. You, you'd get in the car and nobody's wearing a mask. So, you, you know, maybe I would decide not to wear the mask. And so then I really wasn't, you know, I was taking all these Ubers around. So then by the third day, I kind of just stopped carrying the mask around because nobody's wearing it. So I'm like, Oh, they, you know, this is Texas. These people are just, they just don't care. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I'm clicking the thing saying I did it. So then of course, you know, I get like my 10th Uber of the three day trip and I don't have a mask on me. And this person is wearing the mask. So I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, I just get in the back and he's like, where's your mask? I'm like, oh, well, I don't have one on me. You got one so I can throw it on. He's like, no, you have to have one. You click the box that said you had a mask. I said, yeah, but I mean, you know, 100% of the rides that this rule has just not been applicable here. <laughs> he's like, well, it's applicable. Like, I was like, all right, well, I can get out. He's like, no, no, I'll, I'll give you the ride. I'm like, all right, cool. So gives me the ride and then he sent in something to Uber. So the next ride that I tried to get, which I still don't have a mask. He just dropped me off somewhere. He knows I don't have a mask. I told him I didn't have one. 
I try to get an, an Uber out of there and it won't let me pass the screen unless I take a screenshot of me wearing my mask and upload it. It wouldn't let me like actually book the next driver. Wow. So I'm like, okay. you, I told you I'll get out you, of the you car. Got, <laughs> you you got said because no <laughs> you still wanted the ride. And then you blackballed me from Oof. future rides. So then I just downloaded Lyft and got a Lyft and that guy didn't care. <laughs> it's, it's, so yeah i could see uber messing with you because they mess with me yeah it's and listen like i i don't really take it very often right i, I tend you know i don't really have a lot of places to uber to per se i don't want to say like i'm yeah it's really just because jenna gets motion sickness that we're always you know she has to drive over like even she, even her like an uber is tough for like for her to be uh even in the front seat it's not necessarily a thing that she can do uh without you know really kind of fighting the urge to get nauseous so we try to avoid that, you know, kind of as much as we can, but, um, but no, so, so I think, you know, I don't want to like downplay the fact that inflation is a real thing and make it sound like I'm the guy who's like, ah, don't worry about it. Cause I know it's true, but I think what's starting to happen is we're starting to notice definitely like the, the supply chain things are starting to, to come back around again and sort of kind of right size a little bit, thankfully. Uh, so, you know, hopefully the next person in your household who has to buy a Tesla doesn't have to wait a year. Um, but you know, I think, uh, no, nobody in my house is getting a, Another Tesla anytime soon, but of course, by the time we would need another Tesla, there's probably going to be an abundance of them. It'll be like Honda Civics, you know. Oh, I think so. Right? There's probably not an abundance of Honda Civics right now because there's not an abundance of any car. Used cars, used cars shot up quite a bit. Oh my god, yeah, used car prices are are out of control. Um, yeah, uh, Andrew, you are from my wedding, Andrew Livingston. Yeah. Andrew, just uh, shout out Mr. Mr. Livingston. His birthday is in uh, two days, so happy happy early birthday, Andrew! But he just traded in his truck um, and got a, you know got a got a new truck out of it. He traded in his truck for I think he's I think like he said a couple of thousand bucks more than the first time he looked at it like two, like a year and a half ago. Like he drove a thirty thousand more miles and got more money for it two years later. Yeah, trucks. I've I've seen a whole bunch of people online doing the same thing. They're like, I can make money on my truck. This is absurd. Yeah, the equity in them is just is crazy. But I think you know, uh, you know. Hopefully, I mean, I'm starting to see some of the stuff. Like, I think what the first thing we're gonna that most people I think need to to get some some help on is kind of what we're talking about with the cars is just the energy prices, you know, gas costs and all those kind of things, and you know, gas like, all that stuff is just so expensive right now. I think that's the part that's really you know that and and food, right? Have you seen? I'm sure you've been looking. I mean, you eat out probably more than I think most people that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I've been you know, I, I've been looking at you know restaurants from you know we don't go to a restaurant for two weeks because we happen to go somewhere else or whatever we're traveling, whatever, uh, come back in the same dish is, you know, four to six bucks more, which isn't, you know, four to six bucks isn't a big deal, but on a $20 dish or $25 dish, you're like, Whoa, like, what is like, what are we, what are we doing here? And you're starting to see more and more of that a lot, you know, like, uh, you know, market price right now, anything out of seafood, whatever is one of the most dangerous things on the menu right now. <laughs> Cause you have no idea what you're paying for some of that stuff. Um, yeah. market price, you're like, Holy cow. But I've, I've, re- I've definitely seen, you know, I'd be curious to hear, um, that's somebody I want to reach back out to. Uh, the the mock crew down at our, over at uh, these guys. Remember how we had them on early on? Yeah, Norwich. I'd love to hear how. Yeah, mean, that, that, was a, that was a hard show, man. I mean, it, that was yeah. uh, painful. That was during, you know, restaurant shutdowns. Closed, and, yeah, everything closed. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, would I, like I mean, food wise. Yeah, I'll check out. But yeah, I'd be curious to see like what food costs and I mean, because especially for them, like, you know, like they're they're brewing beer, right? So they have a lot of like material costs, uh, not just you know in in food, but in the things that you need to be able to actually brew and produce uh, that beer in house, I'd be really curious to see because that's something I haven't actually paid a whole lot of attention to. 
I'll definitely make sure I, I reach out to them again. We'll love to have them back on again and see how they're doing. I know they got that new space all secured and, and sorted out. I think their construction is the next step for them over there on that new expansion for them. So I'd love to hear from any, any restaurant owners. If you're a restaurant owner right now, listening, mm-hmm. uh, I'd love for you to call in 860-464-9490 and talk about what your outlook is for you know this year for for 2022 it's been a struggle the last couple of years for restaurants you know on the majority and if you are listening love to hear from me 960 it doesn't have to be a restaurant owner it could be obviously a manager or um if you got you know, some insight into that industry yeah, in, yeah insight into that industry love to hear from you 860-464-9490 of course we've got some restaurant gift cards pat and Ooh. Nice segue. We'll give away some of Martin's money, so stay with us for that. We've got uh, gift cards to Oleo, courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. We'll give away some of Martin's money here later in the show. We've got the One Team Rewind for the week coming up after this break. If you've got any real estate that you'd like to promote, you can call in and 860-464-9490 is the number. We will promote your show, whether you're a for sale by owner, another agent, uh, you got a property coming up and you want to get a little bit of attention on it. Obviously, inventory and real estate is a rare thing. Uh, so if you, <laughs> if you, you know, you will, if you get it out to the masses, you will get yourself in a position to, to get a bidding war. 860-464-9490. Happy to help you with that. So when we come back, we'll jump into the one team Rewind will give away some of Martin's money here on Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Seen the one team at William Ravis Real Estate with Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans. We're going to jump right into the one week rewind from the one team. This week we had seven new listings. So we're trying to help with the inventory problem here. It's seven new listings this week. We had uh, five properties go under contract and eight closings as a team. So New listings, 12 Maple Street in East Haven. We just listed that for $239,000. That is 12 Maple Street in East Haven for $239,000. Also, 72 Sunset Beach Road in Brantford. This one was uh, had water views and was on for $899,000. I say was on because we just listed it this week. And it went right under contract, Pat. Property was a stunner. And nice. this, this is what happens. Even if you've got some, you know, that that's 
pretty close to being considered luxury for the town of Brantford, the $900,000 price point. Even if you've got luxury real estate right now, there is limited inventory. And if you've got a good product and we can market it well, you will get multiple offers and put it under contract immediately with this inventory situation that we are in. So we also put on 111 Wawanet Trail in Guilford for $135,000. 111 Wawanet Trail in Guilford for $135,000. Rolls have, right off the tongue there, Wawanet. It does. It does. It was uh, <laughs> an interesting name, but uh, that's a good deal there. $135,000. It's almost 1,400 square feet, this condo. Wow. So, to get into Guilford, 1,400 square feet for buck 35. Can't go wrong there. 11 Ashley Drive in Goshen, Connecticut on for $65,000. It's a one-acre lot. 11 Ashley Drive in Goshen, Connecticut, 65000 26 Pleasant Drive in Bethany came on. We just put it on for $415,000. Just about 2,000 square feet. This is one level living, beautifully maintained ranch on 1.6 acres. So just about 2,000 square feet. And that's going to be open tomorrow from 11 to 1. That's 26 Pleasant Drive in Bethany for $415,000. We also listed 200, uh, 266 Ocean Ave in New London for $279,900. This is almost, this is a multifamily for almost 3,000 square feet. Again, it's 2799266 Ocean Ave, uh, two family. Definitely check that one out if you're looking for investment real estate. 266 Ocean Ave, New London, 279,900. We also listed 81 Windsor Road in Hamden for $225,000. A single family, uh, just over 1,100 square feet. Beautifully renovated Cape. 81 Windsor Road in Hamden. We had under contracts this week in Milford, East Hampton, Weathersfield, Hamden, and Branford. And then we had closings in East Haven, Milford, Stratford, Preston, Stamford, Ledger, Meriden, and Ledger again. That is your one and company rewind for the week. We also have some open houses. We've got two of them. We've got 26 Pleasant Drive in Bethany, like I just previously mentioned, tomorrow from 11 to 1. 26 Pleasant Drive in Bethany, tomorrow, Sunday, 11 to 1. We also have 3 Cross Drive in Waterford, open tomorrow as well, 11 to 1. 3 Cross Drive, Waterford, beautiful hardwoods in that, uh, open tomorrow, 11 to 1. There you go. If you've got any real estate to promote, we're happy to help you, 860 464 9490. So we've got a uh, little bit of Martin's money, Pat, to give away. How are we going to do that to help people fight inflation? Like you said, the restaurants, everything's up. We want to get you a, a gift card over to Oleo's, courtesy of Service Station Equipment. What do we got? Used to be able to get, uh, get two apps, some of those gift cards. Now you got like one and a half. Yeah. Well, Oleo's got some great deals. They're, oh, they're tremendous. 
So I think we do the little uh, the little fun factoid that uh, Mike just threw into our chat. That's uh, <laughs> you can guess is, that. Does one. anybody know that? Nobody's gonna know that. I mean, it's uh, it, it's kind of fun. It's pretty funny. I mean, I think no, uh, if, no, you, no, if you know that, know that. It, listen, if you know that, you can have the rest of the gift cards. Like you just like they're yours. Here you go. Whatever you got. Yeah, you'd be. Able, you'd, we'll give you a house if you guess this. Mike Mike's <laughs> a joke, and he says Walwinet, which was one of the streets in Guilford that I had a new listing on is the internal computer network for convenience stores in Philadelphia. That, I don't think so. I don't even know what that means. Wawa? You know the Wawa, Wawa markets? Yeah, the oh, Wawa, Wawa markets. Net. I got you. Yeah, there very funny. Goes. Very funny, Mike. Wawa's oh, are great. It, it was funny. Until we had to, now, now it had to be explained, the whole thing. It just kind of takes some of the... All right. It's all right. I, lo- I love a Wawa. They're amazing. <laughs> uh, all right, Pat. What, what are we going to do to get away from this money? What are we going to do? Uh, what are we going to do? We need to do. We, we've got fifty-fifty. If you were listening earlier know. in the show, what, what was the uh, Wall Street? Yeah, what was the Wall Street Journal number uh, on inflation hitting its highest point since nineteen, the early nineteen eighties? What percentage was that? What percentage has inflation gone up? Uh, and this was as of December twenty twenty-one. All right. So this is according to Wall Street Journal. We gave the number out earlier in the show. If you can call in, give us that number, 860-464-9490. We'll get you a gift card to Oleo's courtesy of service station equipment. It's a good one. Yeah. Hey, we'll, have a, we'll have like six backups because we always do. So. And if you were listening good. earlier, it's an easy one for you. It's going to be some real easy giveaways. If you download the podcast, make sure you go through that CT Real Estate Radio Next week, we're going to start dropping exclusive content that you can only get there, CT, Real Estate Radio, wherever you listen to podcasts. Secret Squirrel stuff, I think, is going to be a good time. Secret, secret Squirrel. Yeah, so we're going to start doing all of the... Uh, we're coming up on home show stuff, too. Yeah, home show. Dougie just hit me up about the home show. That is in a month, Pat. Yeah. Can you believe it? That's uh, It's, what, the 18th, right? That weekend? Yeah, I kind of wish they were doing it in March, but it is. It's it's the weekend of the Friday, February 18th, Jenks Home Show. We always do a live radio show there, or at least I do. Pat Pat might uh, bail on me again. You never know. The good news is, according to you know the, the internet records there, you proved to me that you actually did a show. Go ahead. See, <laughs> I, seeing, it, seeing as nobody else was able to hear your show, so go ahead. That's true. We had some uh, difficulties last year. All right, so we've got... Oh, we got to get Yo Babe on the phone. I'm so excited Yo about Yo Babe. Yo Babe from Waterford. Yo Babe, how you doing? Jethro. Yo Babe. There he is. Jethro Tull, a.k.a. Mr. Colette, a.k.a. Mr. Yo Babe. You know this guy, Pat? I have known I have known this, this gentleman for probably longer than he'd care to admit. You've met him once or twice. <laughs> is it Yeah Babe or Yo Babe? Yo Babe. It's uh you you've met Jerry from uh Jerry hangs out with the with the with the Mr. McKinney at the home show. Jerry Oh god, yeah, yeah. Jerry. There he is. I gotcha. Now I'm back. All right. What do you what do you got? I think it was fifteen percent, wasn't it? The inflation rate. According to the Wall Street Journal, yo babe. They had a number lower. You've been listening to the know. show. What do, what do they know? They're not out here living like you and I. <laughs> <laughs> have you felt inflation personally? I have not really felt it, but 
being a professor. Oh, I can help. Yeah, no. Uh, being a Hebrew professor, I got. I've planned this for years. You know. Yeah, yeah, babe. Were, were well, you? This, uh, is, this Terry, is just were you the December number that I'm referencing for Wall Street oh, yeah. Journal. So it's just the month of December. U.S. inflation hit blank percent in December, fastest pace since 1982. So give us yeah. another guess. It's less than 15. Nine, nine. Ooh, you're very close. You're within two percent. So that's a big hint seven. for the next person. Eight. There you go. There you seven. It's seven. It's seven, <laughs> baby. Seven percent. You got it. All right, yo, babe, you're going to Oleos, courtesy of Martin. I'm going to Oleos. You like Oleos? Well, no, I was just over there. Tell you the truth, Uh, my mother-in-law passed away, and that's where we had the dinner after the funeral. Oh boy, do you want to go to sneakers or you want to go? I go to sneakers. Yeah. All right, we're we're hooking you up with sneakers. Stay on. Mike's going to get you. Info will get you a sneakers gift card courtesy of Martin McKinney and Service Station Equipment. I know, hey, I know the place well. There you go. You know, <laughs> how, you know how to get around. Yo, babe, you're going to sneakers. We'll be right back. Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now. Stimulating talk. Byron Lazine, the one team at William Ravis Real Estate. Pat Kenny, Barnum Plans. Yo, babe, just got himself a little bit of Martin's money heading over to Sneakers. If you want a chance to win more of Martin's money throughout this year, make sure you go over to CT Real Estate Radio, wherever you listen to podcasts. Download that podcast. Leave us a review. You can't review the radio show, but it's... It's, it's the radio show is on there. So review, if you listen to this show, go review us over on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, CT Real Estate Radio. Make sure you are subscribed so that way you don't miss any of the exclusive content and exclusive giveaways that are only going to be available for podcast listeners. So make sure you do that. If you can't find the podcast for some reason, then make sure you DM me on Instagram, the word radio, and I'll get you all set up for that. See you. So good. Yeah. 7% was the magic number. That I was just December. So that want to be just, clear that actually inflation is higher than that. So we're 7%. It's the eighth straight month that we've been, we've done 5%. Uh, so talking the total, I think total right now is, I think average is, is five and a half over the course of time. Is what we're talking about now. Uh, there's craziness, right? We talked about we were talking about cars a couple segments ago. Uh, prices of used cars and trucks were up 37 percent year over year. That's insane. That is noticeably more painful than seven percent. It's more than real estate. Furniture is up. It's more in the markets. I mean, you know, furniture is up 14 percent. Uh, services are 3.7. I don't know how they quantify services. But, you know, I think the, the supply chain issue is hopefully helping helping to alleviate some of that. I mean, you know, you're still going to have the labor problems that I think we were having already. But, um, 
you know, CPI, you know, goods is definitely up. Services again, it's just is is I'm sorry, uh, energy is just is just crushing people right now. We're all spending so much money on not you, obviously, but the rest of us are spending money on gas. I guess that, I guess not really me either because I don't really drive very much. But usually we have a downward, a pretty significant downward spike uh, over like you know November, December, October, January. We, we we in housing prices we haven't seen that right now. It's just been it, it went up and it's been kind of you know the winter months usually you see it come down. It's been pretty flat and it's just going to keep going up as we get into the spring, especially with. Uh, you know what we're seeing in terms of the of the inventory, Pat. I mean, I've been talking about that for quite a bit on this show. We're less than two months of supply for single family homes in the state of Connecticut. We're at about one and a half months of supply. Oh my goodness! Still, still. I guess right I guess now. it's been two weeks. I shouldn't be that surprised. I mean, I shouldn't be you know gobsmacked, but that's still craziness, man. It's it's lower than at any point. You know, so in two thousand four. We were at about three to four months of supply. And then come 2005, so this is well before the crash, it was five months of, of supply. And and remind me again, what's considered like a healthy or like a normal market? A normal market is six months of supply. Got it. Okay. So that's where both it's an even market for buyers and sellers. Right now, being at one and a half months of supply means that if no other single family homes came on the market. It would only take a month and a half, 45 days to sell out all of the current inventory of single family homes on the Connecticut MLS. So it'd be like walking into stop and shop in March of 2020 and just seeing bare shelves. Right. Toilet paper rush. Yeah, in the toilet paper section specifically. <laughs> right. That's what the housing inventory will look like in one and a half months if no other homes come on the market. Because the inventory is just getting absorbed so quickly, the inventory that does come on. So six months is a normal considered a normal market. Redfin is like the one company out there that considers that five months, but you know, it, it's historically six months. And certainly in, in Connecticut it would be considered Six months from April 2000 and no, I'm sorry, from February 2006 all the way until September of 2019. So April 2006 all the way to September 2019, we were above six months of inventory, meaning that entire stretch of 13 years 13 and a half years, it was a buyer's market. Buyers were in control because there was more inventory than demand. And now we're certainly in a seller's market where they have full control. One and a half months of inventory is crazy. You have high buyer demand. You you have fairly cheap money still. Yeah. I mean, everybody's complaining, Pat, right now that mortgage interest rates are going up. You can get locked in right now at three and a half percent. Yeah, we've talked about that. From they're going up, correct, but from so low, <laughs> like it's such still ridiculously low. Yeah, it's just it's. Is there? And this is not uh, by no means to put you on the spot. Uh, is there any marketplace or any area that you're aware of now that actually has normal inventory in the no. country? No, I talk to agents from. I'm looking at the numbers. You know the the national data. 
and I'm talking to agents, everybody is saying less than two months of inventory. All your major metros, all of them. California is the one place in certain areas where there has been a little bit more inventory and maybe they're, you know, they're not at six in most areas, but maybe they're up over two months. But you also have, that's the number one state being exited right now. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense. People are yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 everybody's listing because they're trying to get the hell out of the state and, and, and move on to God knows where, which of course, or, you know, or they own a couple of properties and they're like, you know what? I see everybody else leaving. I'm not leaving, but I'm going to just try to sell off one of my properties in case it gets worse. You know? So yeah. there, there's like, you know, California has got what 40 million people in it and they, they're lost. And that migration was only, I don't know, 350,000, 50,000 people, but that's still a lot of people, but it's like, okay. I mean, they start losing a migration of a million. You're going to be like, it's just crumbling. <laughs> well, I think what's interesting too about that too, right? Is you start to look at, you know, and, and I know that this data exists. I know we, we've talked about like the Atlas moving things. I know you, you've looked at U-Haul and those kind of is like what those maps that show you where people are going. Cause when you think about, yeah, 350,000 people on a compared to 40 million is not that big of a deal, right? Connecticut's got less than three and a half million, right? So that's 10% of that population, but where are those people going and what are they doing to neighboring States who don't have a 40 million person population? Right. So, um, you know, if you've got a smaller, you know, you got a, a seven or, or nine million person state and you've got 150,000 people coming into it from one state, you know, that's going to have a, a massive impact on that real estate market. So are people staying semi-local as in, are they going to neighboring states or are they moving coast to coast or, you know, being able well, to see kind of what that impact on markets would be could be kind of interesting. Yeah. U-Haul, you referenced the U-Haul study and this is not, you know, full migration. This is their particular study for one-way U-Haul trips, meaning somebody's moving out of a state and they're going one way to the other state. Yeah, because Atlas does the same study on their side. Like Atlas Yeah, Yeah, there's a bunch of So this is just specific to U-Haul. Matt Merrill, U-Haul Area District Vice President of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex and West Texas. He said, we see a lot of growth coming from the East and West Coast. A lot of people moving here from California and New York. And you hear that all the time in Texas. You hear it down here in Florida, Pat. You hear it in Arizona and certainly Las Vegas. Las Vegas agents, you hear this from, where they're saying, California, California, it's our biggest feeder market. And Texas was actually number one on the 2021 U-Haul growth states. Texas was number one. Last year, they were number two. And so this is... This is growth states, meaning U-Hauls taking a one-way trip into the state of Texas. So people moving from one state into Texas, they were number one. Uh, Florida was number two, and Tennessee was number three. What do those three states have in common? They all have no state income tax. Instant pay raise. So... That, that makes sense. South Carolina was four. Arizona was fifth. Arizona getting fed a lot of those California move outs. Last on the list, number 50 was California. All right. You had California at 50, Illinois at 49, Pennsylvania at 48. All right. Connecticut, Pat, Connecticut jumped up from 43 last year to 18. 
inbound. Inbound. So Connecticut improved from 43 inbound U-Haul trips to number 18. Think New York. New Yorkers yeah. moving to Connecticut, grab a U-Haul, empty out the apartment. Yeah. One-way trip to Connecticut. Massachusetts, too. We've seen people. You, you can actually. Massachusetts prices have gone so high. You, you see people. Uh, we see it all the time with some of the deals we're doing. People coming from Massachusetts. Yeah, just coming Massachusetts straight down. Coming straight was, down 91. Yeah, Massachusetts was number 47 on the list. Same spot they had last year. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Hey, before right. before we bail really quick, I got to say, uh, I got a quick little DM from a man, Kyle Campbell, your friend and mine. Yeah. Uh, just saying he, he's he's at a client's house right now. They got us on the on the radio. So thank you for that, Mr. and Mrs. Client, whoever you are. But he says, uh, say hello, say give Byron the best and whatnot. So uh, a little shout out to Mr. Campbell. I haven't seen him in a while. But Kyle Campbell, real estate agent, great real estate investor. What up, Kyle? All right, Pat, people want to find you this week. Go over to BarnumPlans.com, right? Hit me on the internet. It's the best way. Connect with Pat, BarnumPlans.com. Get get your uh, financial future all set up. If you are looking for any real estate, you can email me, Byron at OneAndCompany.com. If you've got some real estate to sell, want to capitalize on this market, Byron at OneAndCompany.com. And if you want to get into the real estate industry, I will actually pay for your license. Go over to Real Estate Agent Scholarship. That's realestateagentscholarship.com. All right. Thank you to you. Uh, not to you all. Sir, thank you to Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. Martin, love you, brother. Thank you, Mike, over at 94.9 PK. I'll see you next week. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Salon View at GMC Studios. 